business my, conversation. I, my mind goes to the complete run. Well, like, get yeah. your mind out of the gutter and, like, this is an important conversation. Welcome back to the reaction phase. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh. And he just woke up from a 11.30 p.m. nap. And I was is, sleeping on my couch. My name is Woody. And I've been waiting for him. And I've been waiting for him for hours to do this podcast. Is, no, 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 no! Don't do that. You have not. You wanted. You wanted to do it during the day, like a normal human. Well, okay. We need to come up with a standard recording time because yeah. after the gym on Sunday morning, I text you and then I feel bad when you're like, "I'm with the family," and I'm like, it's, "I'm a loser and with nobody." So yeah, sure, we'll wait. It's, uh, a standard recording plan is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> not we can do it during the week. If the week works nah. for you, that's fine. But anyway. This is great. I like Sunday night, Monday morning at 1 a.m. I like Monday morning. I'm just going to keep doing this. This makes me feel better. Like I'm, I'm energized. Welcome, welcome to the reaction phase. Your, uh, your favorite flesh and blood podcast. Actually, we know it's not your favorite flesh and blood podcast because someone did a Facebook poll on what is your favorite flesh and blood podcast and we weren't included at all so your podcast that you are listening to now that you spend your monday listening to welcome to that podcast uh we're excited to talk about all things flesh and blood you can find us on spotify itunes podcasts and other places Dude, it's Apple Podcasts. This is not hard. I don't own That's a single again. Apple. I was so I, was I don't so own a single Apple hard. device and I know what it's called. This is not difficult. I don't understand you. I, I use Spotify. Like why would you use anything other than Spotify? I don't know, but you're completely screwing this up. And the only reason I'm wearing these sunglasses is because the future of the reaction phase is so freaking bright that I can't even stand oh it. I, I need something to block my eyes. All right. You want to tell them what we're talking about today? I would love to tell them what we are talking about today. Did you tell them all the places you could find the podcast? Reactionphase.com, people. You found us. Why do you need to know where <laughs> Good to job. Find us? You did it. You did the thing. Today, we you are talking. You can subscribe and like it while you're here. Nah, I, we're not doing that right now. All right. Bye. This is what we're talking about today. Today, we are going to talk about the brand new product that was announced, which to Louis's delight to your ecstatic demeanor is a brand new player product uh i want to talk about the importance of flesh and blood events in 2022 and then the the content around those events uh, showing the game casting things of that matter how important that content's going to be in 2022 we are going to talk about the market and then we are going to have the closing crazy comments bonanza section with an apple and a banana and some peanut butter it's gonna be crazy from two weeks ago, because last week I was at Collecticon, and I said, no, I don't want to record tonight at midnight. That's not true. I, you my were flight, very down. I was, I was willing to. My flight was at 5 a.m., though, and I, it would have been a horrible idea, because I had to do my vlog, and I did my vlog, and I got done with my vlog at 1 a.m., so uh, <laughs> I got three hours of sleep as it was. That's true. Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. Louis was very... So let's address this right away. We missed a week last week. Louis was actually at Collecticon. He offered to record. He was an absolute warrior and said, hey, are we still doing this? And I said, nah, dude, you're on vacation. Go ahead and do it. And then you're like, oh, why don't you maybe find a guest or something? Or I suggest I'll find a guest. And I asked John of Hometown TCG. I was like, bro, how much would you love to be on the reaction phase with me right now? And he responded with, nah. So like not my cup of tea. 
So I, I, I got that a strong podcast, nah. He's like, that podcast wasn't even selected as one of the top podcasts. Why would I be on that? Yeah, I got a strong nah. And then we decided to go and ah, let's wait till next week. So like we are back. Well, let's get into our first topic of this week. And that is the new player product. Louis, break it down for us. Let's Listen, talk about the brand new product. I, I got to break this news. I was stoked that nobody else got to it before I did. Somebody sent me an email with a screenshot. I was like, hey, you can you can use this. It was a screenshot from uh, internal correspondence, which is this like magazine. And then I posted it and like, it was fun. Like people were re re other content creators were taking screenshots of my post and then cutting my credit. No. Oh no. But to be fair, I didn't give credit to the person who gave it to me and they didn't ask for it. They said, Hey, you could, you know, share this, you know, this is for (laughs) you. But like, you know, other, it was great. I love that when that happens. So it was cool. Um, yeah, so there's a, uh, internal correspondence, which is like a, a magazine for LGSs. Um, I think it's a pay to play magazine. Like you, you, you know, as a, as a game, you pay to have your game kind of inv- anyway. Um, there's a new product coming out. We know the product is, uh, coming out in April and it's a deck that is between, um, it's, it's the Reinar Dorin, Rein- right? Dorinthia. Uh, blitz decks 40 card decks with cold foil heroes and cold foil weapons and a 45 page lore book um so yeah let's hop in let's let's talk about it. i you want to give your takes first you want me to give my takes? no first? you you go first because i have a whole video this week planned around this product oh that's great i just made a little post about it. um i i think it's great to have a new player product you know i've talked about this i you know i we need something to widen the front door of people coming into flesh and blood we need i was really product. hoping you would mention the phrase back door sometime during this podcast and that's my new favorite early front door back door is my my new favorite conversation to have uh and uh, honestly was astounded at my proquest this weekend at how many people were talking about that conversation too mm-hmm. in their local metas but anyway we won't get into it um the yeah front door product where people can pick up a deck play with their friends have something cool and like battle it out. Like I remember doing dual decks in magic were my favorite product. I hated when they got rid of dual decks. And um, so I think this is sweet. I think it's a great uh, product. I think it's a great idea. Uh, My initial 99% of my attitude is like, this is awesome. We need it. I have a lot of other takes, but I will leave it at my positive one (laughs) for now. Okay. So this is kind of why I wanted you to take lead. And this is, I'm going to spoil my entire video right now, but I think people who watch me hate watching any content with you in it. So I'm yeah, down. I'll spoil it. Yeah. They, they won't watch it right now. It's fine. Yeah. I. Gosh, why hated... is that? Why do people hate me so much? Oh, no. People either love you and hate me or love me and hate you. I That's think. stupid. I feel like we're kind of like. We are insane. not the same person. Dude, look at how much better looking I am. Look all inside profile. You have to wear glasses. I don't have to. I choose to to show you're the wearing audience sunglasses cooler. inside. I'm so much cooler than you. It's insane how much cooler I am than you. I don't know how to take this right now. On the right. chin. Just just, okay. just take it. New like player product. Continue. So it's a new player product. And you you mentioned the phrase you just used was the magic dual decks. You're like, oh, when they re- stopped reprinting the magic dual decks, I was lost or I, I didn't like it. I bought the magic dual decks. We always played with them. I never consumed the Magic Duel decks. Oh my gosh, she's had great times. I hate the Magic Duel decks 
precon commander that is completely like unmodified or anything like that. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of out on that. So you and I are completely opposite consumers of the game. When this product came out, part of me was super butthurt that it wasn't a, a new set that me as, as a build and, you know, armory player or competitive yeah, I'd player. Have, I'd rather have a pre-release. Of course I would. <laughs> like, we've already yes. had that conversation. Yes. That conversation's had. No, I, don't I, like, I, yeah, I mean, come no, on. No, I'm not. I'm not. But but part of me was upset. But then there was another switch. There was another little piece of the back of the hometown TCG brain that was like, oh, but the antithesis to that, the antithesis to eh, this product does nothing for me. I'm not even going to buy it for the cold foil heroes. I don't, I've assembled the super friends. I won, you know, welcome to Wraith farewell weekend. But the antithesis, antithesis to that was that, oh, this is really cool for people who might have never interacted with flesh and blood or might have only interacted with flesh and blood up to a certain point. So while part of me was very upset and I was like, I really wish this was, even if it was a supplemental product, if it was a bunch of reprints, whatever it might be, I, I was super excited about. I was still excited because it's a great opportunity to get new players into our game, to get people watching and playing Flesh and Blood, you know, from ground zero. So that's an exciting point as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think so. And you, you brought up the coal foils, and I will bring my positive spin on the potential that they reprint the cold foil heroes that they just released at the Farewell to Wraith event and they reprint the cold foil weapons, my positive spin is that they will not be reprinting those cold foil heroes or weapons and that we are going to get new young heroes that Would you will then be able to do whatever you want to do, your little deck techs and whatever. We'll get new young heroes. We'll have, we'll, we will see a uh, young light warrior Dorinthia that has Dorinthia. Are you, de are you demeaning uh, my content? Oh, you're saying, okay. I'm saying. Oh, you're that, saying like a light. You'll get. We'll get like a light warrior and like a, a shadow rider. No, it's oh. not gonna be shadow rider. They're gonna give us the next talent for the uh, savage land. Savage lands? Is that what it is? Yeah, for the so. savage lands, which will be the next Sorry. set. Even though I Lack think it's gonna be pits. They will give us the next talent, and it will be barraging. I don't know. Whatever mm. your talent wants to be. So, so your hot Rampaging. take here. Yeah, and this is actually take. kind of a hot take. This is a this hot, is a take. hot take. This, this is, is a hot take. I didn't want this to is... say it, but this is a hot take. This is a coffee take. This is a, I, and I know how much you love that. This is a coffee take. That wow. So you think we're gonna get talented Reinar and talented Dorinthia for Blitz out of this set? Um, that is my positive spin on on what I actually think will happen against what I actually think will happen. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to assume the best in LSS. And that I is think, my way of doing that. I think you're just leaning in and hitting your head against certain buzz phrases like like positive and hot take. I think you just want to say those two things as many times as you can. I think that's a great product. Like I think, I think that would be a great, great product. Untalented. Untalented. If all it does is use existing cards and it gives players two decks that are slightly above the uh what do we call them are they the learn to play decks when a when a set comes out what are they called they're just the blitz decks they're the monarch yeah, blitz, blitz decks, decks Tales yeah. of, if 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 the product is slightly better in quality 
than those. And the decks are slightly more competitive. I'm not saying we need legendaries in the equipment slot. They're slightly more competitive and they play against each other in really close matches back and forth. Then I am 100% down without the talents. My fear, just, just my fear is if we look back, if we hearken back to blitz season, that was like last year is that the Dory deck is just going to blow the Reiner deck out of the water. Like it's not even going to be close. Like Dory was a viable blitz hero for some time. And people didn't play Reinar back when John and I were, were doing blitz tech techs and stuff yeah. like that. We did a Reinar blitz tech tech and it took, it took like a week and a half of playtesting every night to get a viable Reinar build that could get there against the popular blitz format. So I'm, I think it's going to be a, it's not going to be a good product if one deck just blows the other out of the water, but if they're competitive decks, they go back and forth. They can win, you know, 60, 40, or even 50, 50, something like that. I think this is a super cool product and it's something I will definitely keep around for like teaching to play moments. I'll take it with me to events and stuff like that. Uh, it's exciting in that matter. Hot, uh, I think. Oh 40, my God. Don't <laughs> say hot take again. I, I stopped my take. So $40 deck, $40 product CNC in the Reinar deck. And light and strike in the dory dory deck uh forty dollar product you get the cost basis down on those cards and that makes it a little bit more competitive for reiner because if you get c if you get cnc then you're gonna you're gonna that, have a decent game uh you ruin this for me i think there will be a copy of cnc and a copy of enlightened strike in the deck right that's what i'm saying uh forty dollar cost basis that is my positive spin on this product okay you can you know what fine you know what? You baited me. You did it. Good job. You got me. What's your negative take, Louie? What uh, is this? It? This needs to be a $40 or less product. Like, this needs to be a $40 yeah, or less yeah, product. Yeah, it, if this If this is over $40, it's going to be I think it missed. needs to be way less. I think it needs yeah, to be way less. It concerns me that there's a book in there. It, like, how, how it high quality feel... that book will be will kind of yeah. dictate the price. Um, the cold foils, you get four cold foils in there. Uh, this going back to the reprinting, like I, I hope that it's at least different artwork. You know, I, I kind of said my positive spin on this is that we'll see young, like a, a talented young here. I think that would be a really, really cool way to do it. And then you, you're not, I know that they are allowed to reprint the cold foils because of the reprint policy of promos, but look, sure. we just had the farewell event and like, it kind of seems like a, I don't know. Not that there's like, an, it kind of seems like it's devalued, not devaluing, but de-making de it special. It used to be special. That was a special event. And if you just reprint those in this deck, they're going to be $5 kind of chaff. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see you're, those You're reprinted. saying if, the, if they're the exact same printing as what I have on the shelf, which you could get at the Welcome to Wraith event, that kind of devalues. Yeah, it's just, e no, I don't e care e about the value. I, I care maybe, about maybe emotionally devalues yeah, exactly. the, the cold foils from the Welcome to Wraith event. Okay. So that's why I, 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 I like that. the idea. Where'd you get cold, four cold foils from? Just out of curiosity. Was that in the article? Yeah. I, I, cold, didn't, I, didn't, it's gonna be a cold I didn't read your post. I don't read, yeah. you know, TCG content. Uh, it's a cold foil hero and weapon is what it said. So it also okay, so is going to be hypothetically reprinting the cold foil weapons that were used for uh, promos for the armory kits, the first round of the armor kits. Or okay. Maybe, maybe they were crew. I can't remember where they were, but the cold foil Anothos and cold foil um, Dawnblade. 
So like the cold foil romping club, because if you reprint the cold foil. Oh, no sorry. Place. I was looking at Bravo on your screen while I was saying that. He's really good looking <laughs> right back. There. I don't blame yeah. you. But yes, I, was looking I, I, get, Bravo what you, I get what you're saying. One hundred percent. I, I you're, you're throwing this talent idea out there. I don't think we're going to see that here. I, I think this is truly going to be be just Dory Reinar, which means it's not a product meant for me. And I came to terms with that. I'm okay with that because it's a product I can use as a tool to introduce people to flesh and blood, to get people playing flesh and blood. So I, I like I like the idea of that. I'm I'm happy about that. I am sad. Again, this whole week on stream and on the channel has been, you know, random people from around, you know, locals and members of hometown TCG Ascent and stuff like that playing, prepping for ProQuest submitting their ProQuest list, talking about them. That's been the whole week. So it's weird to kind of, in the middle of that week, begin, hey, our big product, one of the big product announcements has nothing to do with you and to like be happy about that. But I think I, I'm in a positive space about it. Although, again, I'm going to admit it, it took, it took me a minute because when I first saw the announcement, I was like, blah, this doesn't help me at all. This is a great product for new players. New, I love new people. it. Yeah. I, I honestly think that we it's not just going to be those two decks. Like I think there will, there will be two kits. There's uh, got to be a Katsu Bravo yeah, it, one, it right? Seems, like, it seems weird to not do that to me. Again, I don't, I'm don't. i not LSS. They do things that I want to do all the time. So like, it seems weird to just pick, all right, here's two of the four WTR heroes. And like, how long are we going to wait to get... You know, it, That seems weird. I honestly think that we're going to get those. Another thing that I wish that they would have done again, I think this is a fantastic product. I'm excited about it, but I think they missed a, a they missed a opportunity to have a sealed 40 card deck and then a second sealed 20 card deck that you then put together to make your CC deck. Um, like I, I think that would have been a really cool like idea. Um, so just another thing that I think could have been pretty cool. I, sure, but like, at what point does it stop? I'm, I get it. I'm, I get it. I'm actually a big fan of them doing blitz decks, and this is something I've really loved. They're doing blitz decks as like you, the intro decks. They don't have anything called an intro deck, but the blitz deck is the intro deck. And when you look at blitz, when you put up the criteria for blitz and the criteria criteria for classic constructed on paper, right? Blitz is closer to your intro format. Than classic constructed, and I 100% just offended a hardcore blitz player that's going to tell me in the comment section why blitz is way harder. But I like you can take this blitz deck, you can play the quick, you know, put them together and smash up kind of flesh and blood, you know, shorter life total, shorter game. You can play that deck, and then you can own that. And when you want to start getting yeah. into the classic constructed world, they don't give you a 20 board or 20 card sideboard that you slap in and make a CC deck. This is now you're into the realm of add the cards that you've opened from packs. You, you're, it's your time to own this. Yeah, build incentivizes the, build you this to deck. like invest into it. I, I can see that. Well, and it also incentivizes you maybe for the first time instead of just grabbing the second stack and smashing them together, right? To but deck build. To yeah, go to, to watch your build. channel where you'll have an upgrade kit, an upgrade mm. guide. And like, we're really perfect. hammering this point home. This has nothing to do with my content. <laughs> I just like when people lay out decks and start thinking about what are these cards doing? They see yeah. their first like blue to red ratio in a hero deck. They see their first. Yeah. Well, why is there this many blues? Why are these the blues that show the first that's for the first point. time they see that? And mm -hmm. I think that's important. I think that's an important step 
in this game. At least it was for me. So I like the fact that there isn't any like, hey, this is how you turn this into a CC deck. Now, someone like me will come along and ruin that and be like, add these cards to make this a CC deck. Right. Boom, there you go, people. Because some people want quick and easy. But I, I like the, I like this product. I'm glad they're not doing a CC. So you, I think you're wrong there. But I, well, I, so like I think it depends product. on it depends on your local scene and meta too. Like people I play with and who I hang out with do not like blitz. They don't want to play blitz. They don't want to do blitz. That's just not their thing. That's, so like that's like, kind of like an epidemic because my scene wasn't like that. My scene was like, and I was a big proponent of because I was leaving. I would go home from work, right? Yeah. And after work, I'd stop by and play at the LGS. So blitz was nice. Just because it was quicker, it was faster. I get home to the family sooner. Now everyone's like, "Ah, eh, I hate blitz." Is yeah. this a new thing? Is that the I? Thing? I you this is blitz? this has been a thing for around me, like that people just do not like blitz. And so, like to to be like, "Hey, this is your first deck. Let's all play blitz." And you're like, "You've heard? No, I don't like blitz. I don't know. It, I think it's just probably a regional thing or whatever." I I still think it's a fantastic product. Still super excited about. It. And I also think that they they listened to some things from the community, which is really good like people saying that they wanted more interaction with the lore and like this has a lore component and will have the lore book. Like they listened to people in the community who said they wanted something and they are doing things so like that's healthy and that's great. And I know some people who are excited about it just for the lore book. Again, if that lore all, book is all like a things heart... that, all things that miss me. <laughs> Woo. Really? I, I dude, I hear yeah. all the time. like two or three people. The first thing they said, when, or the first thing they did when they saw this, they messaged me like, "Dude, we're finally getting a lore book. I can't get the you know." So I think that's cool. Like I, I think it, it's listening to some people in the community and, um, yeah, no, I think all in all, it's a it's a cool product. I think it's really important to know what the price is. Uh, if it's over forty bucks, I think that's going to be a miss. I, uh, I do think that's important. Now, if it's forty bucks, that comes out to what twenty bucks per deck. Right, because it's yeah. both decks are in the product. You know, you don't buy them separate. Yep, both decks are in the product. I really hope. Uh, maybe this is going to date me. Uh, Magic the Gathering starter products. They had decks that played against one another, like the starter was, starter decks. Yeah. Those so do you remember free? Do you remember starter edition? Yes, I do. They had the little star. Yeah, and you got the Vizardrix or the. Or well, the yeah, org. it depends on what year you got, probably. But yeah, oh, I I got the one that's older than you because you know I'm I'm way older and clearly cooler. We've talked about this already, but that had the when you open this deck, it had a guy who was like, "Don't shuffle, like don't shuffle this deck," because what it did is it played the first two turns. There was a walkthrough cool. of the first two turns, mm -hmm. and then it said, "Okay, now free for all." So that was neat, and I kind of hope to see that here. Because players that want to buy these, I want them to be so a couple of things. I want them to be competitive with one another. I think they're going to contain a CNC and an E strike. So I think we're good there. And I want them to contain a don't shuffle this deck. These yeah. are your first two turns. And if you and your buddy just bought this off the shelf at the LGS, this is how you play this game. And I think that gets more people sitting around and this will lead to people getting rules wrong. This will lead to you and me being friends, walking into the game store, playing the first two turns. And then once we're off book, off script, we will do things wrong, but we get the chance to enjoy the game together. There's no yeah. pressure. There's nothing like that. And there's something that we have an idea of game mechanics so we can get in and we can go. So that's what I want to see out of this product. And until you mentioned it, I didn't think there was a world 
where this product was over $40. That didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. But now that you've said it out loud and you've really emphasized the four cold foils and we've talked about the CNC and the E-Strike, which I, I think we both think are going to be in there, which I, you know, we thought before, this is the first time we've talked in over a week, yeah. which is literally we start sad. the podcast and we start filming. We don't even talk before that. It's br- that's that's why I'm wearing the sunglasses to hide the tears from being <laughs> ignored for over a week. You, we could call each other. You don't call me either. Like I, I mean, called you and you said you can't talk. You were in a very important business meeting. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I probably yeah, was. Very, very important business meeting. Yeah. But so that's now that now that that fears in my head. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. But if it contains, you know, let's say two of those things that I outlined, outlined, I think it's going to be a good product. Uh, I'm yeah. on, now. Now I'm super afraid. Now you got the, me on the, the, the back. The misses for this. The misses for this is if it's more than forty bucks, because that's not an intro product, right? Like, it's not sure. like a it, like. And then the other miss for this is if it's like. I'll tell you with other myths. If this is like when when they reprinted the playmat thing, and then like no stores ever got them, like like that's another mess. Like I never even got offered uh, the playmats that they sold, like you can sell that aren't the armory kit ones. And so like that's another miss. Like if this is short printed or something, like I think this <clears throat> needs to be like Monarch Blitz decks, which is like you can't like those sit on the shelf, and it's like that that's what these need to be. It, it 100% opinion. does. And and people who are like, oh, it's going to tank the market on CNC and tank the market on E-Strike. Is that, that a bad is true. thing? That is true, though. That It will tank the market on CNC and E-Strike. But is, it, but is, it, but is that a bad I, thing? Because what, no what are CNC's going for? <laughs> I don't want to. What are CNC's going for per card right now, market man? Uh, it's been a while since we've done ARC. I mean, I'll look it up. I've had uh, my... I've had my set of three that go back and forth between decks. And so I'm completely out of touch. I... I yeah. I don't I don't speculate. I don't do I don't participate in buyouts. I don't spec on cards for the next set. I don't do I You're really not participating don't do in buyouts. Are you even doing for, they're 88 bucks a piece? Uh-huh. Yeah, like if they if but but like I don't know. There's a lot on the market too. There I don't is. Know. I I also didn't. I, I was trying to stop myself from cursing, so you know. That's I, I think if they print CNC in here, you're gonna see CNC just tank, which is like honestly. But so if this CNC is this is forty bucks a card. Is that like the worst? That's not a bad CNC thing. Wouldn't hit forty bucks a card if it's in a if it's in these decks. What does it hit? CNC would be a, if they it, well again. It completely depends on what they do. Like if this is a okay. If, the, if, the, they, if, if this is me, a, educate me the price product of the of the product is 40 bucks it's readily available what does cnc hit 30 bucks a card then and it, it depends on that. what readily available means monarch blitz deck available this will be cnc will be a five to ten dollar card but hmm okay listen i mean like monarch blitz decks I, like there's a billion of them like, there is a billion of them, which yeah. again I thought was a really cool product. Did you ever do one of those events? I know this is a tangent. Did you ever do one of those events where yeah. people it was ner- shout out Nerd Rage Gaming, LGS around us that did a, a blitz deck event where they put a bunch of blitz decks in a jewel bag, a, a grocery store like plastic bag. And then you paid your entry fee and you reached into the bag and you got it was monarch, you got a blitz deck, That's and sweet. then you just played. It was super cool and so much fun. That that to me was neat. And having someone that I, I had known all the blitz decks pretty well because we did the blitz deck budget upgrades and stuff, it was really cool. So if you can do that, I've got I've got a I've got an addition to my tech. If you can do that, they're competitive enough to where you can do that. I like that. And we get a Bravo Nakatsu one. I would like four, 
Yeah, like, like that's four. another thing. I think I think those need to be there. But like I don't know. There's probably logistics behind that. This is this sure. is the this will be the tell, and I think this will probably come with a the Fab 2.0 announcement. This Ooh. will be the tell between what do they want with with to Flesh and Blood to be. If they want to cater to the collectors and the investors, CNC and E Strike will not be in here. If okay. they want, if they, if Fab 2.0, which is probably my take, is that Fab 2.0 is going to change Flesh and Blood towards a player, player, player market, then like lean into what's happening already, the players' market, sure. then you will see Command and Conquer and E Strike in these decks. Those cards will be 10 to 15 to $20. And that, that'll be the way it is. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying that, that that's the, the player market side of this, the player, player, Fab 2.0. So I think this would be interesting. How many times do you say player, 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 player. It's got to be a song. I don't, is that a song? It's got to be a song. We just got to talk about it anyway. So, so I think this is a really important product and I think this widens what you always called the front door. I'm not going to talk about your back door on this hey, podcast. Man. We can talk. I'll about let George answer. do that. I'll <laughs> let George do that. I, someone told me he mentioned me by name. I got a text. I got a text that said, George just mentioned you by name on May the Zoo Be With You. And I was like, oh, I've made it. This is a thing. <laughs> no. I've so met George you... in person now. It's not that impressive. All right. I'll have you meet me in, in person. I'll give That'd you a really better. big bear hug. That'd it'll be, be, it'll be adorable. It'll be glorious. I walked right past George in the airport. I, I heard I heard the story because I, I support you and listen to your content. <laughs> and you push me aside. I don't watch no, any fine. content. I watch RuneScape you... content this week. Okay, I watch. let's take a break and talk about this because every week on this podcast, you say, I, or maybe it's on the podcast or in our personal conversation that seems to go for an hour after the podcast, which is probably a really bad habit. <laughs> no, I need to edit the podcast. It's already 1230, so I need to edit the podcast tonight. <laughs> so we talk about, and you say, I don't consume any content. And then you'll message me and say, According to this Rudy video, and I'm like, Rudy oh, doesn't count. Rudy's I like, don't consume any TCG content, but according Rudy, to this Rudy video, it'd be like, I don't talk to girls in it, including my wife. Like Rudy's just there. It's like, I just want, like, it's just like, I, that's the me. most offensive thing. <laughs> Listen, Mrs. Louie, you deserve far more than whatever this treatment is. Listen, Rudy's getting. just there all the time. He doesn't, he doesn't count as TCG content. That's for sure. Like he's just content. Like ninety percent of his videos are just funny. All right. Um, anyway, can we move on from part one? Thirty minutes in, this is dude, the worst. We can podcast. move on from part one, and we can talk about uh, the event. So we and this is what I was transitioning to actually before I was rudely interrupted by myself taking a tangent about your TCG content viewership. I want to talk about the fact that we, we've widened the front door, right? This is going to get new players into Flesh and Blood, but we have to get those players to the next step. And we talked recently about the importance of Flesh and Blood events in 2022, how important these events are. And I think with the addition of this product, they just became exceedingly more important. And the reason is you're going to have players going to these events. Let's just, oh, let's call them callings. I don't know why that, that name comes to mind, but let's call them callings, right? And the players go to these events, and we talked about the fact that there's all these side events. The callings are for this high-level play, these players that have played for a long time, that they practice, they've deck-teched for. 
there's these side events that aren't for those players, right? That anyone can just show up and play at these events. And that's extremely important. But we talked about the fact that LSS and maybe the Flesh and Blood community doesn't necessarily guide people to these events as much. Well, now with this new product, you're going to have a ton of players that have just gotten over the entry level of, of skill, the entry skill level. And now we need to guide them to maybe these side events, to experience the calling, to be around high level gameplay, but participate in all these side events. So while we've got the front door with this new product, I think the front door for the events and especially even more so these side events just became way more important. Have you played in any side events at these events? Yeah. Okay. Tons. How, how were they? They were an absolute blast. They were so much fun. There was so much just just joyful table talk. And again, I'm always looking at this through through tinted glasses, right? Because there are sometimes it's like when you go to these events and everyone follows you around and, and wants to talk to you and take pictures with you because you're ultra famous. Occasionally, someone will recognize me at a table. It's not every game, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, you're the hometown TCG guy. So maybe I get the best of everyone, right? I get the happiest, the the most willing to communicate, have a fun game. You want to take something back, that's fine. Maybe I just get that. But that's what those side events always were to me. That's what they always felt like. So, like, I do you come from a background? You Did you play in pro qualifying and and events for Magic and all that stuff? Yeah, you, but it's did not you my go favorite to call, way to experience Magic. Uh, yeah. Did you go to calling level events for Magic when you played Magic? Occasionally, yes. I, I didn't have the money to travel then, but anytime I could, yeah. So the Vegas calling was my very first event. Oh, okay. non non Friday Night Magic TCG event. That, sure. that was my, you know, like you know, I went to some whatever. Um, I I do not feel like, and that one I think was even more so like a kind of newcomer thing because it was like the the pre-release which like the pre-release was fantastic like the pre 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 pre-release that was fantastic that's not what i'm talking about the the side events i did not think were like a great hey you've never been to a a event like i nobody was there to tell me what to do uh there was one judge for like like the the 45 50 people that were like they were passing out packs it was just like kind of slow like it didn't it didn't seem like a focal point for the event it didn't seem like it was that important to the it didn't seem it was like welcoming and that important as a new player like it was fun don't get me wrong i I had fun talking to people hanging out whatever but if i was like a new player like i wouldn't have been like oh this is important to people it was like kind of like an afterthought and like it's like I think that importance of events in 2022 is like, we got to get back to like the, the local armory being the focal point for flesh and blood. Like right now, the calling is the focal point for flesh and blood. And that's all you hear. And the, the pro tour is the call is like, and that's great. And I think it's important, but like, we got to get back to the point where like the armory event, the, 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 the Saturday night armory event, the Friday night armory event is the important event of the of the week in your community and like i feel like we've gotten away from that in my opinion like it it feels like now armory events are time to practice for the pro quest it's okay and i think that's i've talked about this before that's a lot on us on the players right us as the as the high level flesh and blood veterans as i've called us in the past we need to not use the armory and certain groups and if everyone in your play group 
and like everyone who's guaranteed to show up this armory is that is that player that's fine but i think we need to not use the armory as a place for that the armory is the place to play pursuit of knowledge decks right and yeah. and uh, and card draw decks and and all defense decks and stuff like that to try to like to try stuff out to have fun to really experience everything the game has to offer i don't think the armory is the place to to prep your pro quest level deck so part of that is on the player but i also think you're doing the same thing i did where you're looking at this event through rose colored goggles right in vegas you as someone in the know in flesh and blood knew that these side events wasn't what the show was about so it was very apparent for you to be able to look around and say i i can see that this is an afterthought however if you are there as a newer player and you've never played in your armory just based on the model you would have no idea that that wasn't there you'd feel you'd see 40 people around you 30 people around you in an event there that that a little bit of anxiety and 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 hypertension would kick in like the excitement would hit and i think because of the way they've laid everything out because of the way lss has decided to do things we have to work backwards we both agree that the the armory the friday night magic of flesh and blood the armory has to be the foundation it has to be the bedrock that's where you're going to have the most opportunity to have the most play and the most people involved but i think to get people to that armory lss has decided to work backwards we're going to do this big event draw right we're going to have these side events that we should filter in people and then it's people's job at those side events to be like oh if you want to do this weekly guess where you can go I think that's that's how we're going to have to work based on that. Now, if they pivot, I would love I would love if they pivot and said build from the ground up, right? Our weekly armory is there, and then we build people up to these events. But that's not what we're doing, right? We agree that these big events are the most marketed, they're the most showcased, they're the most the only marketed. I mean, sure. The, it's, the it's, reason the reason that Magic the Gathering was successful is that one of the and decided that's, that's a stupid statement. One of, the, like, reason, oh, tell me one the of the one reasons reason. that Magic the Gathering grew so much in the early 2000s, like the the whenever they started doing, they branded Friday Night Magic. It was a brand. Friday yes. Night Magic was a brand that they leaned into and that they branded everywhere. That they marketed the the living daylights out of Friday Night Magic. Um, sure. And I listen. We can just agree to disagree. It's fine. I as a non-content creator would absolutely never have gone to the calling like that never would have been like a a thing like i went to the calling because i'm a content creator for flesh and blood i would never even in a million years before i was a content creator i mean i can prove this because i played magic the gathering for 10 years sure i did not even consider going to a pt uh i'm not a, a ptq like the 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 phrase ptq would have been baffling to me. I wouldn't know what a PTQ is. And then you'd right. be like, it's a pro tour qualifying. I'd be like, well, that's not for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like the calling is like, I, I, sure. As a new player, as a, somebody who, who's not versed in competitive play, I never would even consider going to something like that. Sure. But we, we talk about the fab community all the time. So you're not wrong. And I get that. But magic never, that was never the draw, right? The PTQ wasn't the events that callings are the GPs weren't the yes, quite these, the spectacles and the events that callings are because I, again, and I've said this before, the callings have done a great job of building this community. And maybe it's the, maybe it's the community. Maybe it's because the players are so welcoming and have such open arms. 
it's it feels like a better opportunity to work backwards. If you were to say, hey, go to a GP and then work backwards to an FNM, I agree with you. But in my mind, those are false equivalencies. You can't compare those two things as they don't they don't feel like they exist in the same space. Now, LSS might want them to exist in the same space, but right now, as of all the callings I've been to, they don't exist in the same space. So there is an opportunity in my mind to work backwards from there. And we're on the same page here. I, I would like them just to work the other way, to build from the armory level somehow up. Now, I'm not a smart enough human to tell you how to do that. I, I, I have no idea, but I like that, but they're not. So this is where we get to lean into this the thing that Flesh and Blood players always say. What does everyone say about Flesh and Blood? Oh, the community, it's so much better. I came to Flesh and Blood and no one's negative to me. The community is so much better. Well, it's time to prove it. At these callings, it's our job as a Flesh and Blood community to be converting people to armory players to converting people to buying these intro decks converting people to be drafters and stuff like that that's our job as a community so it's our job to prop up these side events where we could see some players like that and draw them in we're, we're the venus flytrap right now I, I that's great and like i i i we can agree i just don't see somebody spending i don't know a, a weekend of a time away from their wife or family and x amount of dollars to not be already not already have a deck for flesh and blood and you don't in. have to right it could the calling indianapolis can be the indiana scene you you've said before how 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 many callings there that's are fair. that's fair. right that's there's fair. so there's so many so instead of traveling for players of this level we could just each calling could just build up that local scene and then once yeah. you've built up these local scenes uh, ideally that spreads right that's, that's that that's the whole goal is it it spreads like a it's then like a if, flesh and blood virus it's if spreads. that's going to be the case then they then they're the judges need to be pushing the local scene that's i guess that's my point it judges i think i think i think the, that falls on us okay. we, we have a we have a disagreement about responsibility that, that falls on us i, I, need I to would be pushing love that the idea but i think the judges should be doing it too that's just the point. But I, I do think the events are incredibly important. I think even the, the pro quests, uh, right now you're seeing it with um with the uh not road to nationals. What are they called now? Pro quests. Uh, did uh, I just pro say quests, pro yeah. I, I meant pro to say calling. You yeah, said but, pro quests, then you said road to nationals. Yeah. <laughs> right now you're seeing it with the, the pro quests. Like these are really important events. I think they're really um they they stand a lot of, of truth. Like I think it's really cool. Like I had people from seven states at mine this weekend that's pretty um, sweet dude yeah it's really cool Your, yours is also kind of kind of like like if i was going to travel to a pro quest i'd travel to yours i'd travel to the compete sport pro quest just because yeah those seem like they're, they're like holy grail events like yeah, like pillars of the community events i would travel to those ones so i think again just like the vegas thing like i said i think you might be experiencing a different level of of, of event or a, an event from a different perspective than than most of the rest of the country yeah, but maybe. i think you had you said seven states it's kind yeah, of seven, i mean like sean came from florida so like it, that counts it counts but like yeah it doesn't florida yeah it's a state wow the florida know. hate is has gone I've like, actually, this it's like, like the third time we've done this it's grown deep hasn't it i love florida i might move to florida i'm like talking to my wife about potentially moving to tampa so like, oh and not chicago that's great no that's yeah. fine i'll just be up here she by would, myself she would never do that. Someone made a, we're, now that we're talking that. about states someone made a comment this week at the hometown throwdown 
uh, where it had a bunch of locals who were protest quest or pro quest testing, protest questing. They were pro quest testing and they had them in the hometown TCG studios, or as I think that night I was calling it the hometown TCG game store, which is just, it's all my basement. When I say the hometown TCG, anything, it's always my basement. Yeah. And I had a bunch of people like playing games and then we'd have a feature match. Like whoever wanted to play on camera could pop in and play on camera. And someone made a point that the Illinois people and Chicago people are known for being like these big brainiac players. And I guess this stems from magic, the gathering Chicago and Madison. So I leaned into that for like the last couple of days. I'm like, well, that's just cause we're the biggest flesh and blood brains on the, in the entire world. So I know I'm going to piss off the whole comment section, but at Chicago and Illinois, biggest flesh and blood brains in the entire world. So I'm with you. Forget Florida. Who needs I'm Florida? team Florida. I'm team Florida now. That's- All right. Part three casting and streaming these events is really important go ahead josh so this leans into the idea that of of the front door versus back door policy that you've talked about and i feel horrible every time just saying that out loud why that's like a common business conversation my mind goes to the complete wrong well like get your mind out of the gutter and like this is an important conversation get my mind out of the gutter i'm gonna leak some dms man it's over I told you I'm on a war path. It's oh oh, I'll leak them. It's over. Follow me. I legitimately have no clue what you're talking about. That's good. I like to keep it that way. But I can't tell if you're joking because you're freaking sunglasses. Casting these events and the coverage of these events is so important. It's the biggest opportunity again, and this is all based around that model that we've leaned into. These events are the backbone of this of this season of this of this year of flesh and blood right they've leaned into these events so we have to it's our it's our biggest opportunity to reach the most people so the coverage of these events has to be both high level coverage and new player friendly i think you fit the bill perfectly for that this is not what i'm talking about this is not what i'm talking about this is not what i'm talking about i think the current as a friend of josh Wait, it does my does my recommendation do negative? No, fine. Sorry. I Probably. think that you should not be covered. I think you're a terrible fit. Probably. It's like if you're endorsed by certain groups, you're like, ah, I'm not liking that endorsement. I, I think the current coverage team that they have can do this as well. And I've seen I've seen sparks of this, but it has to be an emphasis because it is flesh and blood's biggest opportunity to reach the most people get the most eyeballs on the game and if you get all those eyeballs on the game and that new player product releases that could be a recipe for explosion i i love that but i i think this is a huge opportunity i think this is you talk about can't misses i think this is the can't miss of 2022 it's coverage of these events these events have got to have card images on the video stream 100 percent yeah, I, I if these events do not have card images on the screen, then they simply don't agree with us and they don't think that it's important. There's no other way to say it. If if they that there's no if they do not take the time and effort to put card images on the screen, something that mind you, I do on my we, live stream. We, ha- we, we have do. done. Yes. We the no name content creators that that don't don't matter shout out dennis for running those card images several times we do it we do it don't if if they can't put the time in to figure it out then they don't agree that it's a good thing to reach is a good way to reach new players and that's a huge miss in my opinion yes it has been on top of that it has been a massive miss in the last year 
Um, okay. These are so, high level events that people from from all demographics of play, people who are really good at the game and people who are looking at flesh and blood for the first time are looking mm-hmm. at, and they don't know what the hell a CNC does. They don't even know what CNC is and they can't tell what it is from the little picture that's on the screen that you can't even see. It's not that hard to put it up there. We do it. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, 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 I 100% agree. I, 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 can, I can agree with that. I can get behind that. I, I don't know if it's they don't agree or maybe they don't see the importance. I, I'm i not going to excuse ignorance as as, as a reason for not doing it. Like, oh, we just didn't think it was that it was important. But I, I agree with you. you know, they might not see it the same way that we see it, but I, I agree with you. But also, it's, it's a big opportunity because these events aren't streamed at kitchen home TCG. No, these events are streamed on channel fireball and who is watching the channel fireball Twitch stream on a Saturday afternoon. It is TCG enthusiasts. Someone else, someone who's into a TCG already magic right? gathering players. It, <laughs> sure. That's all if matters. It, no, no, you're right. If we're saying it like it matters. is, nothing else you're, matters. You're right. You're right. It's you already have a bunch of predisposed eyeballs ready and waiting for you to click the go live button. So you have an opportunity here to hook people into the game. Now, the scary part is, is the coverage teams for Channel Fireball and the coverage teams for Star City Game or whatever it is, I believe are independently sourced. Now, I looked into this because I made a promise to people. I did a, I covered a random ProQuest and shout out, I don't have the glass down here. Shout out to Joey with Dex and Drafts. I covered a ProQuest with them out in Colorado and it was just an awesome experience. And I had to, because we had so many concurrent viewers, I made a promise to the chat that I would reach out. Yeah. Oh, oh you. I'm just, a, I'm a bigger Joey fan. Uh, I, <sighs> just you know? way more ready than I am. <laughs> but I made a promise that I reach out. So I started to figure out by based on emails back and forth, how these teams are sourced and stuff like that. I would like to see LSS have a hand in that because if LSS has a hand in sourcing the team, they can they can present a unique message to the various coverage teams. Now, if LSS says, hey, Channel Fireball, Star City Games, and Kitchen Table TCG, you have three different events, you have three different coverage teams, you're welcome to choose your own, but we get to vet them. We give you a pool that you can pull from or something like that, right? And that way, all those people have the message of what's important, what the goal of the coverage of coverage of flesh and blood is, and we can go out there and attack it on a unified front as the people that are covering these events. What I think it is, is because Channel Fireball doesn't have any investment in how many people play flesh and blood they have no investment in that so they can go through the motion they've got to find lots of people to give free monarch unlimited boxes to come on fair enough and they don't ever they got to find people to sell everfest under map to too buddy i mean like i should have said something other than channel fireball (laughs) this is this was not meant to set you off but i should have known that it was going to set you off and and you're not again i don't disagree you're not wrong but not the point of the discussion here i'm here to keep us on track i have no clue derail the train uh, listen i yeah again you and i come this is a great why i think this is a great podcast you and i come from completely different backgrounds what like well very similar backgrounds we approach tcgs in completely different ways well and i like i love love the the commentators that have been on uh i consider them fellow content creator friends and i would never say anything bad about any of them nothing you are i know that you're not doing doing the same thing either i'm I'm preluding to what i'm about to say i'm not saying anything about what you just said i'm preluding to what i'm about to say i don't listen to them at all 
<laughs> I think they so they I they do a great they, job with nothing. I'm, I'm they don't sure have they a do. unified message. Nobody I'm sure nobody gets great. them together and is like, "Hey, let's this is what we're trying to accomplish with our coverage." They have to go off the cuff. And these and these what, guys are making what, awesome content what, and awesome coverage and they're doing a really good job with no support. Sorry, go ahead. I'm going to reaction phase you and pause you. I don't listen to them at all because when I am watching content, I'm sitting on my couch and there's a two-year-old screaming and yelling here and the baby's yelling and my wife's asking me to make dinner and this is going on and that's going on and I'm trying to watch the TV and I can't see what card is being played at all because it's on a two-inch like thing. And like I don't like I'm sure some people sit on their computer and they put headphones in and they're sitting like this and they're like oh my gosh they just played a command and conquer and yeah what dm armada said is really really good and but but like the average viewer is not doing that they're just kind of watching and they're it's like a 13 hour stream they're not sitting there like i don't know i right. agree i agree they that they, these- i agree with what you're saying it needs to have a unified front lss needs to have some vision behind it channel fireball is channel fireball don't you think they put the casters in a weird spot then and not like a very uncomfortable spot because they're telling the casters hey get people engaged with this however you can only get people engaged through audio as a as a caster at those events and if they're not going to support you with video like you know image card images and high quality video or zooming in on card well however they decide to show the card zooming in on cards would be really weird i get very i get very dizzy to to pull a louis you know it's just the whole (laughs) thing like i would i would get very dizzy but They've they've almost given these guys the impossible task. And here you and I are talking about the importance of this in 2022. And it's we're taking the flesh, the weight of the flesh and blood growth and community and saying, carry us forward, commentators and casters, and saying, Hey, y- yeah. you are a door for new players. We're putting this on your shoulders. Also, we're not going to support you that much. So good luck. Go get them. Yeah, like, and like I don't know. Like uh, you got to be fair too. Like last season was like Briar versus Briar, and then Briar versus Briar. And I then, don't. I don't care as as a com- <laughs> if you were there presenting the game, it doesn't matter. Right. Every match is the is the newest and most exciting, and anything could happen at any I, moment. I, I hope just... those guys do not read the comment section though. Like like they, that, like yeah. the comment section just got completely derailed because of the Briar hate, and it's just like, what are you supposed to really talk about too? Is like, I I don't know. I this is this is beyond me. Like I think to me, the the importance is like the entry level person. Uh, like, I don't know, like, I think the competitive, like the hardcore competitive scene people probably aren't listening to the, the commentators, to be honest. So like, I, I think they are. And I think there's a world. And again, I think the guys that are already doing this do an amazing job. I think they need to be supported better behind the scenes by the various organizations that are presenting the content. I think they could have a better support yeah. system. And then I think they need a unified message. I think LSS needs to be reaching out to these What's guys. And maybe metric? they are. Maybe I'm wrong. What what should the unified message be? The unified message is we have to cultivate an environment for new players who players who know what Command and Conquer does and players who don't know what Command and Conquer does. We have to create a unified environment for those those two groups of people. You need to find a way to broach the gap from here to here. And that's what we're going to try to do. And any strategies that they can come up with to help those commentators and and, and anyone who, who gets involved in Flesh and Blood content, how can we help 
shrink that gap? Or how can we help you present that in a way where you can cover both groups of people? I think that needs to happen. That needs to be a priority. And this is all based around that model, right, where these events are the focal point. And because these events are the focal point, that's where all the energy and effort needs to go. Yep. So, yeah, we're, yeah I think we're in agreement there. And again, one last time, the commentators and, and content creators and people that have done the events in the past, I, I know several of them, you know, just from doing the events, they do an amazing job. I've seen the little amount of support that they get and the little amount of information they get ahead of time. They do an awesome job. It is so cool just, just to watch them work. I, I wish that they had that someone behind them saying, this is our goal this week, fellas or ladies and gentlemen. This we're doing this week. This is our, our key focus point. Like treat it like a business meeting, right? This yeah. is our business goal this week. Let, let's accomplish it together. Go team. Instead of just, hey, you guys are awesome. Get out there and good luck. Right. That's her. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the, really interesting. And put I think the it's card important. images on the screen. We, we, God, I never realized how important that was till I was watching flesh and blood content or. Uh, it was a call-in like, coverage that I couldn't attend or something like that. I really, I, it was really important, and I know the cards. And it was do they important. do that on Magic? I, I bet you they don't do that for Magic. Um, I don't think so. No, yeah. they don't. At least any any coverage that I've watched, they don't. And maybe it's too much of an ask, right? Because the I don't know. The, think of the Other steps that, that has to have to happen no, for that. To happen. As somebody who's worked in live video production before, there's no such thing as too much of an ask. Like you, you're producing. I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I think Channel even, Fireball, if, they, I think even if they get it Feel wrong, free to reach out if you'd like some help on figuring out how to do that because it's really not that difficult. Wow! Wow! The shots across the bow. Like it's not that. Like they get paid to do this. Like it's no, not, I. We, like this I, is not like a low. Like I'm sorry, but like this is not like a. This isn't like a new budget tcg this isn't like uh you know yes. like, we've we've, a- we've migrated out of new tcg yeah. territory we have a solid fan base and we're looking to grow yeah. so we we need to start stepping it up and that goes and that's that's all of us right that's like our our content the things we talk about everyone it's we need to step it up we need to present the game in a welcoming and great way so it's it's not just these events doing coverage but more should be expected of these companies doing large events than should be expected of home kitchen TCG table armadas rogue zone any anyone I may have missed right more should be expected of Channel Fireball than any of that community one hundred percent. I'm just saying like all the content creators do it and and like we've seen content creators do it on live streams. Like, yes, we can do it. So can Channel Fireball. Yeah, it, it, it requires additional manpower, but it 100% can it, be done. It, and yeah, anyway, moving on. We're beating a dead horse now. Uh, all beating right. a dead horse. Hit me with the market <laughs> information that I never do any research for wait, before wait, this that was video a good, started. Good transition. Speaking of beating dead horses, let's talk about the flesh and blood market. <laughs> I, I, I put my thoughts together on other things that we're going to talk about beforehand. I really do until we get to the market. And I, I, uh, I look at nothing. I look There's at not much to look at. I mean, the market hasn't really shifted much. Honestly, the market seems to be in a pretty decent spot. Like it, it seems like we've hit like a floor is like a really strong word, but like a plateau, like a, a down plateau where it's just like 
nobody is willing to We've sell. We've hit a floor down plateau. That's what I've learned from you so far. Yeah. <laughs> like no one's like spending, no one's selling cards for anything. Like no one's buying and no one's selling. It's just like a completely dry market. Like no one's buying and no one's selling. No one's listing a, you know, no one's buying the I for 7K and no one's listing an I for 6K. Um, like no one is buying a, a cold foil tunic for 5k and nobody is selling one for 3,500. Like there's just no, there's no middle ground on the high end market right now. The low end market's pumping them. I mean, like singles are flying, uh, crews way up. Like, I don't know. Like the play, I mean, we're in the middle of pro quest season. Like everything's flying off the, the like the playable singles section. So, and, and that's to be expected, right? We I think we talk about this every week when we talk about the market. It's a player's market right now, so playable singles are going. Uh, we focus on two different areas of the market where you're talking about the high-end baller, bling-bling, investable stuff, and I always focus on playable singles just because, again, that's the way we we approach the game from from two different directions, and that's a, that's a healthy, good thing. It's cool that you can do that, but even I've noticed like a slowing. for For the first couple of weeks after Everfest, we had discussed that ah, I'm not going to open a ton of Everfest. I'm going to, I'm going to buy my singles. It's it's a wide set. I'd have to open a ton of Everfest to get everything I want. I'm going to buy my singles, even from a local scene. Everyone was contacting each other. Do you have one of this, two of this, three of this? Yeah. Right. That has slowed down. It's come to a grind. It's coming to a halt. There's going to have to be a shift in what, what's being played to spark that portion of the market again. It'd be super interesting to see what happens after ProQuest season, like. After ProQuest season, after people don't have their aren't going to the Pro Tour, do they sell their deck? Like that that'll be an interesting flesh and blood dynamic that I, I don't know what happens. So we we kind of saw that a little bit after the callings last year. Did we? Um was that a I, thing? Yeah, we saw a little bit of that. Wow, I'm I I have blinders on when it comes to stuff. I would never think well, I like didn't it's, make a ProQuest I guess, sell my deck. I, I get well yeah, like you and I won't because you're like, oh, I want the cards for like content creation too sure like i i think like the other side is like unlimited came out and like i have no clue what's going on with everfest and it's like very apparent that literally nobody has any clue like distribution no answers rudy's like i don't know what's going on uh distribution still has first edition channel fireball is selling below map uh like, this is the channel fireball hate podcast that i've no, been i've been dragged no. into hey Listen, channel fireball I, I love i love the channel fireball is selling below map it makes it really easy for the players to get cards it's great yes that's what the comment section wants me to say um like <laughs> like i don't know like you can get boxes for 78 bucks right now like Maybe they just didn't read the announcement that map is $80 now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Like, this, this poor dead I, I was told. I was told when I was setting up my pre-order, somebody, um, somebody told me, no, Louie, don't sell for under $100 a box. There's no way Everfest will come out and will be under $100 a box. There's absolutely no way. I said, I don't know about that. 
Like, you were pre-ordering it under a hundred dollars a box. Who told? Who gave you this advice? They were basically like, "Don't stop! Don't jump on board with that because it's like when it comes out, it's going to be more expensive." That's that's a that's horrible advice. I disagree. Well, what? like I think people are just we just are still stuck in this idea that we should all be spending money on first edition and that everything's going to the moon. We're still for whatever reason in that. Like, welcome to TCGs. Boxes <laughs> don't like. Boxes come out, pre-order price is a little bit higher, you lose money for two years, and then product ages 5-10% to for the next 10, 15, 20 years unless the game dies. Sure. Welcome to TCGs. This is where we are. Do no, we still tell people that? Like people yes, have to know that by yes, now. Yes, no. Because no, that's just people, how that's how this world works. That's how this world goes round. Go read the comment section on Rudy's I, Everfest video today. I'm talking about five dollar cold foils, five dollar cold foils, being like, oh my gosh, that is gonna be an amazing investment in five years. It's gonna be you're gonna those are gonna be like there's in no world where a cold foil common from Everfest is going to be worth four hundred dollars in five years that that is not the no that's the thought i'm just like i'm just saying if if in five years that cold foil common hits ten dollars boom you've doubled your money in five years not bad not bad kid good job like i think like i don't i think people are just that that we have this idea of what cold foils are i think cold foils have changed a little bit like cold foils from wtr our crew are amazing they're really short printed you know there's 833 cold foil legendaries from wtr that's an amazingly small amount of, of things printed actually we're, because again we were a mainstream we're growing we're a growing right. community we're not a new game anymore we got a lot not of people. a new game this is this is like this is not a new game anymore and they are printing it for not a new game right and that's where we are and so I think honestly, LSS's goal is to make their decks less expensive, which I think is a fantastic goal. Um, I think the market is is seeing that. I think you will continue to see that. I don't know what's going on with Unlimited <laughs> at all. And like, I wish it would say something about that. Like I, I like I, I think I'm gonna have to eat a lot of crow on that. On what? I'm afraid. I my 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 position is shifting. On what? You were like, we might not get Everfest Unlimited. We did an episode of this podcast, and you're like, we might not. And I said, Louie, you idiot. You stupid, stupid man. In the post announcing Everfest, they said, first edition and Unlimited, you stupid, stupid man. Yeah, We're but getting Unlimited. And they now made it, they and made now it out of might. paper packs. They can put it, light it on fire, and it never existed. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm, start, I'm starting to be worried that... Uh, I, I might have to. Someone's going to go back and watch that episode and be like, who's this idiot saying Everfest Unlimited? They're just did an announcement saying we're not getting, well, you know, you know, when you get a comment and nobody looks at the date of the video and you're like, I, what do you mean, man? This was like eight months ago. Yeah. I, don't, I I didn't have the wherewithal to see. I still get that on my video. That's uh, about me investing in Unlimited. People being like, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> oh, you um, sweet summer child. <laughs> uh, I, I like I honestly think unlimited was printed. Like I I don't understand how it couldn't have been printed. You gotta I, buy that make print. that makes sense, right? Because of printer allocation and the amount of time yep. needed to get a product together and throw out there. Yeah, you're you're right. Especially because theoretically there'd be more of it than first edition, right? I theoretically. No <laughs> so if you were but if you I'm, were gonna allocate printers, if you're if you're the head of LSS and you're you have to operate so many months in the future. You're you're printing more of every unlimited product than first edition product. There's not enough time to pivot there, right? 
we can get into this. I mean, we can get as long as you want, but like I was doing some research on, um, I'm like, I'm like so obsessed with Pokemon right now. Um, I've, I've gathered. And I was doing some research on Pokemon print runs and uh, the, the first edition base set, base set to all the kind of things. And I was baffled that the print runs for the first edition and like the first, sorry, maybe not first edition, but like the print runs for the, the first boxes were actually more than the print runs moving forward. Like they oh. printed X amount and like the game as it moved forward in time for a while, they printed less than X. Okay. And like, you know what I, why that is because you have this hype cycle where everyone comes in and they're all excited and they come in the front door. And when you get into the living room, it's not always for people. You go over to your friend's house and you get to the house and you're like all excited. And their foyer is really nice. And you get to their living room and they're dogs. And then they're doing the heroin they're doing in the <laughs> living room. And, and you're like, you, this is not my scene. And you go out the back door. Like people leave TCGs and Pokemon knew that. And I think Pokemon, like, you know, I know a lot of product original Pokemon stuff sat on shelves and whatever. Uh, it was really interesting to, to, and there's not, no, nobody knows the exact print runs of that stuff, but the general consensus is that they printed less of fossil and, you know, the, the second and third sets than they did the base set. And I think like, I, I hope LSS gets that. And like, I think that's one of the things we're seeing is like, there's more printed, like the game is, uh, not rapidly growing at the rate that it was rapidly growing in the beginning, which is okay. That doesn't mean the sky is falling. It means that it's a trading card game and not free attendees lottery winning tickets every time. Like that. But then don't, doesn't this bode well then? So this bode wells, this bodes well for flesh and blood and the market as a whole. If flesh and blood is entering the, Hey, we're a real TCG. I think we're in a good spot, right? To to 100%. make money. That means the cards are always going to be a bit available for the players and the people who want to invest. They, this isn't their first rodeo, right? They know that it's going to be a long term thing. It's a long term hold. And sets like Everfest, the, the the community is hype about it. You mentioned Everfest; everyone freaking loves it. So that means in five years' time, Everfest is going to have great growth. It's not readily available on the shelves. You can you can stick it on your shelf back behind you, shoot a bunch of videos with it, and one day it'll be it'll be worth a couple bucks more than you paid for it, which is cool. It's a cool experience. So. But I, I think, I don't know, is, is that, and let me ask you as the market expert, does that mean the market is healthy or unhealthy? Because in my mind, where I go right away is I say, oh, this is a healthy market. I look at Magic the Gathering and you can't open, I Crimson, like, Crimson Bow or any of those set, like you can't open a box no. and get your money back of a draft not, booster. You, you can't, call, it's, no. it's freaking rare. But if, if we're trending then, then something must be going right, right? Because that's, that's, that's how the popular I, games are doing it. Uh, I think the market's in a. I don't want to use say, say say bad. So somebody in the comment section call you negative. Just say bad. Say bad. No, like it's just yeah. different. I don't. I don't yeah. know that the flesh and blood market was ever ever in a healthy space. I think it's probably healthier now than it was. It's new. It started a year it's, ago. I I think like this is well, a this is like a type of thing where it's like okay, why carry the game now if you're an LGS that hasn't been carrying. Now, now it's not free attendees. So now you're starting to see the LGSs that are actually into it for the game, which is great because that's what you need for actual growth. Sure. Um, the question is how much not actual growth do we see? 
And how much did LSS react to that not actual growth? How many stores are, who order product are actually running events? And, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, right. So now uh, we've got a store backdoor, if you will. Yeah. An opportunity and like, I for think stores to kind of get off the horse. My, my gut is like their store number... I mean, you you would never see it because no one's gonna like call their distribution and be like, "Hey, take me off the list for for flesh and blood." Like, no one's like, "Hey, I don't want to be a store that carries." Like, you know, like, once you're like, "Hey, I'm carrying flesh and blood," you're like on that list, right? Like, no one's gonna call and be like, "Hey, take me off that list." But you might stop ordering product. You might right. not. You might not order more Everfest. I like. I know my distributor was like, "Hey, do you like what happened with Tales of Aria? No one's ordering any unlimited. Like I've sold like, it was like I've sold like <laughs> boxes, not like multiple. Like not like he's like I've like haven't sold hardly any. And I was like, yeah, because you can get the first edition for the same price. So like obviously stores are not ordering as much as they order. It's like I think like that's the type of stuff that we're going to see in the short term right now is like stores being no I'm not carrying the product anymore because they never were actually carrying the product. The they product were, of flesh were, and blood is the game. The product yeah. of flesh and blood is the game. It's a fantastic game and like a lot of people were carrying the product which was they were selling boxes, you know, maybe online, maybe to their 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 customers who weren't actually playing but who were investing and you know whatever and like now we're gonna start seeing like the game actually grow so i think it's a really healthy place but like that doesn't mean that everything's a deal right now that doesn't mean that like no that just means like things are what they cost alpha boxes at 4k i have no clue an alpha box could drop down to 2500 that doesn't mean that it's unhealthy. It just means that the market is bouncing out. If you believe in flesh and blood, it doesn't matter because in 20 years, an alpha box is going to be worth a hell of a lot more than $4,000. Like, sure. It's like, it's like watching the stock markets, watching the price of, of yeah. Starbucks on the day-to-day. Yeah. When Starbucks goes from $99 to $96 to $90 up to $101, none of that matters. If you right. have this, if you have this investment, it's something you believe in, it's a company you believe in, it's a game you believe in, whatever it is. The the day-to-day, the week to week, even the month to month, don't make a darn bit of difference. And people who are living and dying on every breath there, I I I just don't agree with that approach, right? As, yeah. as an investor in a TCG. And you've seen the video backgrounds. I've got I've got Modern Horizon 2 and Times Power Master and Zendikar Rising, everything from that to to Strixhaven, to Theros, I have all this magic product that sits behind me, and it's 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 weird because you look at it and magic product. I I openly accept that that's it's not. I'm not going to wake up and on eBay it's going to have tripled in price. Right. But there's this weird thought with flesh and blood product and even some of the other, you know, let's get, call them B level TCGs like the uh, like the like Metazoo every, product that every I have kick, on, on every yeah. Kickstarter game that's out right now. Right. There's this weird hope that you're going to wake up. And the product overnight has mooned or something like that. And and flesh and blood is it doesn't exist in that space anymore. It doesn't nope. exist in that it's an established game with an yes. established player base at this point, which comes with its own benefits. That also means I'm not going to wake up in the morning and the game is going to be dead. So there's no benefits. A- it comes with its own if it with its own risks too. Yes, and like like a hundred percent. But it's a new t- it's a TCG. It, it's no longer a new TCG. It's just a thing now. Right. And like. So you- yeah, you can't. But if that's the case, then for this market section, here's what I want us to do. 
then going forward. I want us to approach the market section as if this were these were draft boxes of Magic the Gathering then, right? Let's 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 pioneer that. Let's be on the forefront of the fact that this isn't going to moon any oh. That doesn't make good content. Is that That's boring as hell? Like that's the point. Like that's boring. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Investing is boring. Whoa. Am I the first person to look you in your hold on? You, you want to get spicy with it? You want to get spicy with it? Investing is boring, Louie. I like, understand. I, I don't I, understand. It's not this exciting. That's but that's what people people want the 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 blah. So like here, you want to get exciting with it? If that's the case, here's a here's a question. Uh, no, this is, is how the case, dude. how far did we overshoot? Like how far did we overshoot what that healthy price is? Um, and that's the question I feel like all the buyers and sellers are trying to figure out for, right now. for old, for, uh, for anything, for alpha. just how far okay. Let's use alpha boxes. They I shot up exist in that world. That's so hard. They were, to... they were 10, they were nine K at one point. Oh like, yeah. I mean, how far I, did we I overshoot? Said this then it's too soon. We, over, I, and I can't give you a number. I don't know how yeah, far, but we like, if you say that, like there's people who would literally hate you. That's like, fine. Then, <laughs> then hate me. That's my opinion. I, it's a, I'm comfortable if you hate me because I have an opinion that doesn't hurt anyone or or neglect any groups of people or anything like that, and you want to hate me over that opinion. If I'm like, oh, marinara sauce sucks. I hate marinara sauce. Oh, I hate you. Okay, I guess then we're just we're just not meant to click. But yeah. it's it's been too expensive and it is too expensive. It's still too new, it's still too fresh. But okay, then we won't cover the market that way. I'm down to keep talking about. Next week, let's I, talk I mean, about like, how far. I'll come up with an answer for you. I'll, next week, our spicy market take right here. I'll tell you how much an alpha box of flesh and blood should be worth. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the verbal market tracker. Like, hey, this is what your box is worth, people. Don't, don't worry about it. So like, I, I think like for, for me, for magic investing, it's always been, I don't really care about the value. I like the sets and like in I'm 20 like having, years, like looking at it. In 20 years, I want to sit down and draft that with my friends. Like War of Spark. Like Rub it I in, want, you have friends. I get it. Like I want to but like the, the reality of that, right, is like it will never happen. Like it will no. never and like I think every magic player, every magic collector's done this too, where it's like, yeah, I'll draft that with my friends. And now like a modern horizon two box is three hundred and twenty dollars i'm like oh yeah i'm not drafting that i'm not opening it. <laughs> like which friend's gonna be like yeah i'll chip in i'm like no i could sell that and i can buy more boxes that will just sit on my shelf you know what i mean like i am of the i'm of the the group that i like them it's if at one day i can get my money out of them i like looking at that more than i like looking sure. at a number in my bank account so i yeah. It, it makes it makes me happy to look at them, but this is ninety nine percent of you that are investing are just buying product. That's yeah. all you're doing. You're not investing. You're buying product. You don't have a plan. There's there's not there's not like a a, a budget allocation and a goal and a spreadsheet and a sell point and buy point and circuit breakers. There's none of that for ninety nine percent of the people watching this. They're just buying product. Now, the sooner we all come to terms with that, the better. I'm getting to the end of my five year plan with my magic investing. Which is like I can't sell anything for five years. That's like my rule for sealed box investing. So I think I have like cool. a, I think I have a year and a half left. And starting okay. to see those five year gains. It's crazy. Modern Horizons did nothing, and like this is what yeah. 
This is what Tales of Aria will do. Nothing. It will do nothing until all of a sudden it starts to do something. And that will be three to five years from now. Everfest, same thing. It'll do nothing until all of a sudden it starts to do something. And that'll be three to five years from now. So, True. That's my opinion yeah. on the market. Yeah. And that's and you're right. That is boring to talk about. Let's this let's is coming from this somebody segment in five years. who owns lots of sealed first edition Tales of Aria and owns lots of sealed first edition Everfest, which you can buy on my website too. At map. Not below map. You can go buy from Channel Fireball below map if you want. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been great. Let's close this with the I hate Channel Fireball section. Louis, I do not off. hate. I have nothing wrong with Channel Fireball. I'm giving them advertisement. You can go buy. Uh, go buy. We have se- we have said the phrase Channel Fireball. Look, I have nothing more. against Channel Fireball. I love. That's not true. I have nothing. I have no opinions about Channel Fireball. If you want the best deals on Flesh and Blood, go to Channel Fireball's website. Sorry, Card Shop Live. <laughs> It's different because it's not them. We're going to close with the closing crazy comment section. I think we're both getting tired. We got to stop doing this at midnight before uh, the, the podcast. The tired face. <laughs> the sleepy face. The sleepy we're, face. And now that we're, old, we're both getting too old for this, guys. Spoiler alert. Your content creators aren't spring chickens anymore. We yeah. got creaky last, knees, bad hips. Last year, I was so much younger. God, you look so you look so much younger. Have you ever seen? Oh, you respond to every comment. That's why it's uh, ninety three. On my channel, it looks worse because there's I don't respond to all the comments. Was was that not? Oh, is it not? Episode seven was the last episode. Oh, uh, I went six. Sorry, (sighs) seven. It was on my channel. You're right. I know. And then we skipped a week on my channel, and I was like, you know what? I support that. Mine, mine has friend. Mine has sixty nine comments. Nice. Oh, haha. Ha. I'm sorry. I'm not 12. All right. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You, don't think... you are you're in a crabby spent, mood. I completely set you up for that. It was brilliant. You're in a crabby right. mood. I don't like when you're crabby, man. Um, I have my comments. If you're just reading these for the first time now because you ahead. don't respond to comments, I have my comments, and I'm ready to go. go Devin ahead. Mychan, shout out long time... Yeah, long time homie. Let's point this out. Devin has been a long time homie. Devin has been around hometown TCG since we were shooting videos against like a crimson red background in my basement. Is that what you call video. your viewers, homies? For hometown, yeah, ho- the, the hometown wow. homies, dude. That's cool. That's pretty neat, right? Yeah, I call mine kitchenies. No, you don't. I think it's the first <laughs> time we've ever used that word. Don't, don't take my swag, man. Don't take my swag. Anyway, Devin, the longtime hometown homie. Devin says, I was here, and not just because I was cutting strawberries while making an omelet and couldn't stop it. So Devin watches our content because the remote is on the other side of the room. Thanks, Devin. You can't Huge switch it to one of the better podcasts. <laughs> and I have a question. You're not cutting strawberries to put in the omelet, are you? Because that's That that's sounds gross. delicious. What? I'm, I don't know. Eggs are good and strawberries are good. Why would they not be delicious together? I, uh, I'm going to try it for tomorrow. so many reasons. All right. Here don't, we go. Don't do that. Yeah, I got two. Jonathan Abbott or Abbott. Something about Starvo that I haven't heard discussions among content creators, but I did hear from a lot of people at the PQs. I went to is a lot of people playing him say something along the lines of, 
I hate playing this Decker hero, but it's the best one, so I'm playing it. I don't think he's overpowered, but I worry about a meta where so many people feel like they have to play something that they hate in order to win. Uh, this has been my experience from talking about to people who play Starvo. They don't want to play Starvo. They don't like playing Starvo. They're not having fun playing Starvo, but they want to win the PQ, so they play Starvo. Uh, I'm glad we didn't talk about Starvo this episode. Uh, that was it doesn't matter. No ProQuest talk at all. It doesn't matter that we talked about Starvo this episode because then by the time people watch this podcast in like three weeks, he'll be banned. He'll be living legend status. So uh, <laughs> it'd be great. You you're you're in a mood today, and I kind of like it. I'm kind of into I, it. Dude. I mean, like uh, he's on the record, right? He has three three hundred and sixteen points in two weeks. Uh, After this I, week, he's probably gonna have four hundred and fifty. Next week, he'll have six hundred, and then we, calling. We differ. Uh, my you figure it out. The competitive group of guys that I'm lucky enough to work with, Team Hometown TCG Ascent, huge shout out. They <laughs> do talk to me and don't leave me out of all of their plans and yeah, shut the fair. door on me. So I'm not nearly as concerned with the Starvo thing, I think, as you are. It's it's Good. I so I we we just have differing opinions on this. It will be hilarious if he hits living legend status before another set drops. That that I, would be you want to talk I about the market. I would lean into the fact that that's hilarious. <laughs> you want you want to talk about the market? If Starbo gets living legend status and the cold foil chase from the latest set gets eradicated <laughs> before gets, like gets, gets uh what is it soft band? Is it pseudo band or something? I mean, what, you, like that would be horrible. Like, oh my I, god, can you imagine the run on selling Starvos <laughs> as he like as he squeaks up? To that point, as he gets there, everyone's just like, so "You think something's gonna be be able, you know come in and stop him?" I, I think Star Wars got a lot of bad matchups. Hmm, that's awesome. I, I really do. hope that's the case. I do. I I, I thought the the uh, Pat Urshby who won my ProQuest. <laughs> I mean, his reaction at the end of it was great. He <laughs> was like, "How do you? How, what are your thoughts on the meta and whatever?" And he's like, "Look." Starvo's definitely the best deck in the meta. He's won two pro quests with Starvo. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, you know, Prism kind of counters it, but you know, if you if you play it right, you can beat it. I don't know. Uh, I I think it's interesting to hear people say that they're playing it, even though they don't want to play it. Um, that'll that's all. Dang. I hope we get figured out. Always, that will always be the case. Hyper competitive people will always play the best deck in any TCG. You will always have the opportunity to interview someone that says, I'm just playing this because it's the best deck. Why? Because that's what competition is. Mm. Well, Jonathan Abbott, that's what Josh thinks of you. Um, I think you're great. You're a baller. Yeah. You're a homie. We can just end with that one. You said you had two. Don't the tease me. I, I picked two ones that weren't super positive. The other one was from Louis DeGeorge who said, I love flesh and blood with every ounce of my being. And yeah, Lou, you do. You do love this game. I love it. Uh, so that's good. That's been the episode of the reaction phase. This has been super late at night. Uh, Why are you if, apologizing if, for our podcast? I'm not apologizing. I said you're that's like, been you're this. Like, you're like setting it up. Like we regret saying things. Not at all. I said, that's been the, what is you're in a mood. You I'm are not. in a mood. I said, that's been the mood. episode. I was trying to close people out, and I was going to end with the fact. I was going to end with a nugget. I had a spicy little nugget. Oh, okay, bring your with. nuggets out. 
And it was, I went golfing this weekend and I opened my trunk and I moved around my golf bag and I found in there the shirt that you were wearing on the episode seven of the podcast where I said, oh my God, we oh, have the beer opener. Awesome. I said, we have the same shirt and I was going to wear it. And then I pulled it out of my trunk and I realized the last time I wore it was to the gym and I did not want to wear it. It was like, I'm never wearing this shirt again. It was gross. It needs to be washed like twice before I put it back on, but it made me think of you. And so the next time when you go an entire week without talking to me again, because you like to portray that we're friends, but we're not actually, we both didn't talk to each other all week. That is 100% true. (laughs) I just like throwing you under the bus. You you sound like my mom. Why didn't you call me? Well, if I you if you washed your damn drawers, I just, Louis, I just called you. What do you mean? You didn't call me all week either. I did. I did. Well, you were on vacation, dude. How was real quick? How was your vacation? vacation? Was it sweet? Was or how was it? work? This is my job. Okay. okay. My how whole life's vacation. Whatever. How was whatever I'm you want to call it? Was it sick? It seemed cool. It was cool. Yeah, Collecticon was great. Um, people were cool. It's fun hanging out. It's amazing, like just being in um a room with like people who like are other fans. people that like yeah, well, like, just like four or five thousand fans of something. Like yeah, like, it's just cool. Like it's just fun. Like everyone around you is just excited for the same thing that you are excited for, and like there's not this like I don't know online stigma and negativity. It's just like everyone around you is fun and excited and it's like fine you can just be like excited about something and not have to worry about what everyone is like you know it, it is you, you don't have to like cover your tracks for things no. you can like like person to person communication is always so much cooler and when you get yeah. to get get together with other tcg enthusiasts that's just a blast dude yeah it's, it's just so like fun. everyone was just like a big giant nerd that like loved <laughs> like the same thing as you you know what i mean like you're like right, no, like, right. Right. This is when really you're like, cool. I invest in cardboard boxes. Nobody else looked at you like, what yeah. Do you do and what? it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a giant Pikachu, and nobody even stopped to be like, hey, um, should we go take our picture in front of it? Like everybody just went and took their picture in front of a giant Pikachu, and you're like, no, that well, makes yeah, total sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes total sense. And like, right, right, right. You know, it's, yes, it's just cool Dude, to like it. not have to like be worried about. Like, not that I'm ever, but like, you know, you're always kind of like. I'm, talk to I'm your friends not. when i talk to my friends about what i do they're like wait what like you 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 bought oh, a I, pokemon I, card this week i lean i lean on the i lean on the i'm a software engineer yeah i nobody nobody knows i have a youtube channel until someone finds out actually my family i was doing a live stream play testing with some people and we had a, just a bunch of viewers in and chat was going and then my phone was blowing up my uncle, my aunt, and my dad, who are subscribed to Hometown TCG, had it up on their various TVs and were like, and they were saying things like, oh, of course it's a staunch response. You didn't see staunch response. Going. Like they're saying card names and they have no clue what's going on. They have, awesome. they have no idea. And I had to like put my phone down because I was laughing too. I was like, this is just too funny. I have to mute this and find a way to put it away. So I That's get what awesome. you're saying, but it's, it sounds like it was a sweet environment. I mean, it sounds like it was fun. It would have been really cool to go, but I couldn't make it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that whole thing. You clearly invited me. It would have been very awesome to hang out. I'm sorry I couldn't make it, but I'm glad okay. you had fun. Next time. Next time, for sure. And at the yeah. Calling Indie, which you're clearly going to go to. I'm not. They, they announced it after I made plans. Like, I, I somebody was getting into this on Twitter. Make plans. 
I can't. I have a family. Bring my, them. No, no, absolutely not. Oh my God. Bring them. Oh, wait, I will bring my side wife event? and they is there can a hang side out. Event for wives? Is there like a side event? No, that's like there, there is. To, there is a side event for wives. wives. There is a side I'll event. I'll tell you what. If they do a side event that's learn to play flesh and blood for your wife, then I will go. Bro, no, you're missing the big brain play here. You bring your wife. I bring my wife. They become best friends. And yeah. then we get to hang out all the time. From, from you, I'm telling you to move to Chicago. You're telling me to move to Ohio, Florida, Virginia, wherever you are. Let's do a TCG stream house in Florida. Are you paying all the bills? No, the TCG stream house will pay the bills. Oh, this sounds like I don't have any responsibilities. I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's the end of the episode. It's 1.30. I got to edit the episode for launch at 9 a.m. So... Don't apologize for our podcast. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. I'm hanging up on you. Thank you for watching. You can find us at uh, reactionphase.com and kitchentablecg.com and at uh, youtube.com slash C slash hometown TCG. And you say the C, you can just I think say you hometown TCG. No, what? I think you do. I think no, it, you I, don't. I Type youtube.com slash hometown. YouTube.com slash hometown TCG. You can find us. Follow us on our socials. There'll be a bunch of links in the video description. Thanks for hanging out. And until next time, my name is Josh. And I'm Louie. And we remember, will see you all around. Goodbye. And remember to be kind to the people around you. Don't even do that. Just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>